This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Rodgers right to left, takes the snap, going to throw on the slant. It is caught for the touchdown at Devontae Adams. On Kyle Fuller, and the Packers extend the lead to 34-16. to This is BetQL Daily from BetQL. It's the end of July, MLB trade deadline right around the corner, but who cares? Who cares? I mean, we'll we'll cover it. We're excited about it, right? Um, (laughs) My Cubs apparently trading everyone. We'll see if they actually do something here. But, but... NFL front and center. Big news every single day. We're there, Jay Rob. We don't need to wait till August. We don't need to get into September. It's the end of July, and the, and the NFL is our lead just about every single day. As it should be. It moves the needle, man. We can always talk about the NFL. Oh, you know, there, there's a, the NBA draft is tonight, and we're talking about Aaron Rodgers. Oh, my God. What? What? Did, did you kind of forget the NBA draft is going down tonight? And, well, when and you if, know who's going number one, who cares, right? That's the whole point. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like there's a number of reasons that not as many people are invested into the NBA draft. We'll bet it. We'll try to help you with some wagers later on this hour uh, with Ryan McDonough. But, you know, with no real college basketball season, so many games canceled, I know not as many people are into it. All right, this is BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski and J-Rod sitting in for Joe Giglio. And we welcome in one of our favorites, Simon Hunter. At Simon Hunter Tan on Twitter. He's an NFL pro better. He co-hosts the favorites podcast with Chad Millman. Simon, it's been too long, man. How are you? Joe, how you doing, buddy? It's uh, a rough morning over here in Jersey. We're getting hit by a bunch of storms. So hopefully my connection Ooh. stays on here because we're just getting crushed right now. Oh, man. Stay safe. Stay safe out there. All right. We're like, what, 40-some days away? Six weeks from today is going to be the start of the NFL season. So you're perfect to have on today. And uh, you're a regular during the NFL season. After the last one concluded, going into the offseason, we were looking for some value, right? And both of us very high on the football team and the Chargers. And as betters, we know that we need to ignore the noise. Some of the craziness going on, don't listen too much to what the coaches are saying. However, Simon, I will say I'm getting a little concerned when I hear that the football team and the Chargers, their vaccination rate is just only 50%. And Ron Rivera came out and he blasted his players the other day. He's so upset by it. Are you wavering at all? Is is it a concern in the back of your mind? Because COVID's still here. Uh, a little bit, but after last year, I kind of think we all realized the only position that really matters is if the quarterback position is the one that gets COVID. It seemed like every team that dealt with COVID, they all survived it, unless it was a quarterback position. We saw that it, it definitely affected the Ravens. We we saw Lamar went out with it, and he just wasn't right when he came back for the remainder of the year. So that was definitely one of those where that stood out. But for all these teams, um, it seems like we know most quarterbacks have gotten the shot. I mean, I know Carson Wentz. He's one of those guys you know that hasn't gotten it. He's uh, if, if someone if they ask you, did you get the shot, and you say, 
that's her personal decision. I don't want to talk about it. Hundred percent. That means you didn't get the shot. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, as someone that's heavily invested in the Colts, that makes me a little worried. Where man, this guy might miss two games and cost his team game checks. That's that's a bad look. So it, it's tough right now. Where I I think and you we did good, Joe. Where we took the Chargers at forty to one because of all the hype of Aaron Rodgers going to Denver. And we've seen that line now come down because people realize that that Denver play was not the play. So for me, I, I still like the Chargers. I still like that Washington play because I, I'm not – obviously the vaccine thing's not great, but it, it's one of those where it's really not that big of a deal unless it's going to be the quarterback that's affected. Simon, it's Jim Rodriguez. Uh, I, my question is this year, since there's going to be a 17th game, how does that play into your sort of your, your win totals for the year, uh, touchdowns, receptions, yardage? How much is that a factor in, in where you decide where, where you're going to go in terms of futures? I, I would definitely say in the team totals, I've played more overs than I normally do. I'm a big, I like playing the unders for the season win totals just because it's mathematically, it just works out that way that most teams are going to go under. But I don't know the bookmakers, it, it feels like, they don't really know what to do with it either. They don't. They didn't know to add teams to add just maybe half a win or 0.25 of a percentage of a win. So to me, it was one of those where a lot of these things have moved a lot. And not that I'm saying these games are traps, but I've seen plenty of things where it's like 98% of the money is on a team's over, like the Vikings. So that one right there, I think the Vikings are nine. You have to take that under. That is a, especially the fact that it hasn't moved. Please, people, do stop taking the Vikings over of nine. I, I really think – not. I, I, Joe loves to hear this. I'm so high on Justin Fields. I just think it's one of those where people are really sleeping on the Bears. They're, they're sleeping on that defense. And after week two, whenever a week Andy Dolan finally throws that fourth interception, they finally put Fields in, I think that's just one of those where people are overvaluing the Vikings because they think it's the second-best team in that division where I, I view the Vikings as the third-best team in that division. Yeah, man, we're on the same page, and and I feel like I got to preface it like I'm not being a homer. I rip the Bears as much as anybody, but the win total seven and a half. I think there's a decent chance that Justin Fields comes in week two against Cincinnati. It's a soft part of the schedule. They face a bunch of bad defenses in the middle of the season. I don't think that's when they're going to go to Fields, like against teams like Tampa Bay and New Orleans. And I, I just don't see the separation that a lot of other people see between the Vikings and the Bears. And now that we know Rodgers is going back, Packers obviously the heavy favorite to win the NFC North. Simon, it's the best number on the Bears is right now. They're plus 500 to win the division. And I'm, I always, especially these rookie of the year things, I try to have people take a step back and think to yourself, what's the most logical thing for these teams? So last year you could get Justin Herbert at this time at I think it was 20 to 1 to win rookie of the year. Because everyone's just saying it's, Ty it's Tyrod Taylor's team. He's going to be one starting. And you literally heard it early on where Herbert was just throwing incredible passes in practice. This guy could not miss in practice. But the coach was staying loyal. He was saying, you know what? I promised that we would start this veteran to start the year. We're going to start him. Even if, if Tyrod started week one and that whole thing didn't happen with that team doctor, we still know Herbert was going to come in. He was going to electrify this league. Like, you can't, you can't deny talent. And – Everything we've heard from Fields and the practices, even from spring to right now, is how much smarter he's gotten and how hard he's working. I mean, I know people don't want to hear it because everyone's anti-Watson right now. I love that whole thing about him working out with Watson because Watson and him, their game is so similar. The fact that he was working out all offseason with him is just, I think for Bears fans, that's huge. I really do see this team that he could come in and run an offense that Nagy wants to run. 
I'm with you. Seven and a half, that's so low to me, especially with the 17-game schedule in that division where, I mean, really, are we really going to give them the two losses to the, the Vikings and the Lions? I think in the, the worst-case scenario, they go 3-1 and one against those two teams. So, for me, I, I just think that's a lot of value on the over, I, and I like that play seven and a half a lot. Uh, Simon, stay right there. We're going to reconnect uh, to make sure we can get a clearer line there. Simon Hunter from the Action Network and the Favorites Podcast. It's Joe Ostrowski, Jim Rodriguez. This is BetQL Daily. J-Rod sitting in for Joe Giglio today. J-Rod, am I being a homer with the Bears? What do you think, man? No, listen, it's, it's, I, I get the same thing with my Dodgers. You know, you, you, when, when You're you... a Dodgers fan. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm born and raised, in, and I'm the only Cuban that came from L.A. So I had to move to Miami because that's the law. There's got to be – got to live in Miami at one point if you're Cuban. So I'm, I'm gotcha. going through my stretch here. But, no, I'm a big Dodger fan, so I get it all the time, anytime, you know, especially when, when they're doing well. I, I think I think you're spot on. I think – I'm, I'm curious to see now that Aaron Rodgers is committed to, to, to play this season and an angry Aaron Rodgers. I want to see what that does. Uh, I, I think it's the Packers and everyone else personally, but I think the Bears could make some noise uh, in terms of, of, of win total. And and listen, we all know in this league more than anything, injuries make a, a whole season go sideways. So why not? Uh, I think the Bears are a lot better. I mean, Matt Nagy two years ago was was a genius, right? Yep. Yep. He's coach of the year and – uh, don't get me started on Cody Parkey, but uh, <laughs> a lot of people still complain, don't, don't, don't. Still crying about that. Now, Simon Hunter's not someone crying about that because his Eagles ended up winning that game. Let's uh, reconnect with Simon Hunter at Simon Hunter Tan on Twitter. NFL Pro Battery co-hosts the Favorites podcast. Uh, Simon, thanks uh, for being patient with us. We we left off with the Bears, and you say that win total of over seven and a half is one of your favorites. Uh, if we give you the board, overs, unders, go wherever you'd like. Uh, what else? Uh, we can stay in that same division. Uh, uh, definitely an under I've been betting a lot of is the Lions. I, I think this is just like the team we saw with the Jets last year and the, the the same thing that that we all assumed the Jags would be doing. The Jags, we all thought the Jags would be tanking. They pretty much did that. This is a team that they're, they're looking for their quarterback of the future. And it's one of those where I know their coach is trying to be rowdy, rowdy, and get this team to go in. But just on paper, uh, there's few teams I've seen as bad um, as the Lions. They have a good old line, but then the rest of their team is just terrible. So to me, the over under of under five for the Lions that that feels like it's a it's a chalk play, but it's a smart play because this is a team that's going to be tanking for a quarterback. Simon, I mean, there's so much to talk about with the Texans, so much to unpack. What do you feel about their win total? Do you think they could sneak up and and maybe hit the over on that? I mean, what was it, four last time I checked? I I would, but it's one of those where the more I read, the only reason I was going to play was just because I I did think at this point maybe there is an outside chance Watson is just going to play. But Mm -hmm. now – the more people I talk to that especially are involved in the NFL, it, it seems like it's it's not that deal at all that he, he is going to get suspended for some games. And it's one of those where they're just doing all the diligence right now because they don't want to just jump ahead and do it. Because I think NFL realizes they have, you know, a, couple, a month here or a month and a half to really get this deal done with Watson. But, man, I I, I am I'm staying away from that. If I, if I play anything, I play the under for the Texans just because, once again, they're – they're a team that they're in rebuild mode. I know that they said they're going to uh, – I think they said they're going to start Tyrod to start the year or something like that, but it, it's just a team that's 
it's built to fail. O'Brien really did a number on that whole team. So I would definitely stay away from playing that over. Oh, yeah. That is a complete mess down there. With the Action Network, Simon Hunter. He's also an NFL pro better. And uh, Simon, a team that I want to ask about resides in the NFC West. Everyone agrees this is probably the toughest division in the NFL. And uh, I- I'm asking because I found it interesting that you keep bringing them up that some of the sharps that you talk to, some of the wise guys, keep talking about the Rams and how much they love the Rams. But you don't sound sold. What are you hearing about the Rams? And uh, please explain. Yeah, it's definitely been interesting. That's That seems like that's the team of a lot of the guys out in Vegas, that they look at the NFC and they say to themselves, okay, you have Tom Brady. He's, you know, 42 years old. You have Aaron Rodgers, he's older, and he keeps failing in NFC Championship games. And then you have Russell Wilson, who he, he really seems like he's, he's, he's great, but that Seattle team just has way too many holes for them to ever win a Super Bowl. So logically, they come to the Rams, which everyone's been talking for years. They're just a quarterback away. And I, I, I get what they're saying. They believe in Stafford. I mean, you look at his numbers, but I'm just so hesitant because to me, he seems like he always is a little banged up or he just doesn't seem like he can win the big close games. Like it's one of those things he's lost for so long in Detroit. It it gives me hesitation where it's like, can he just flip that switch? Is McVay really that good that that can happen? But I get it. Like we just went through all those teams. The NFC is very weak at the quarterback position. It's a lot of unknown. So I, I see why they bet that number down because there was value in that number where a lot of people view the Rams as the third best team in the NFC. Simon, when let, let's stick to the to the other resident of SoFi Stadium, the Chargers. Everybody's high on them. Where do you see uh, the Chargers this year? I mean, you've got a division that's got Mahomes and the Chiefs. You know, I, I think it's a little, it's still a little top heavy there. I don't know how much the Raiders are going to be able to contribute this season. Where are the Chargers in terms of uh, a long term run for you? And honestly, that's one of the reasons I'm excited about the Chargers, that I love the fact that that's a divisional thing where they see the the Chiefs twice. So by the time they see them in the playoffs, that's the third time that defense will be seeing Mahomes. And I do think it's a big deal. If people remember last year, one of Mahomes' worst games of the entire year was against the Chargers' defense. I think they end up, like, scrapping out a win 12-9 to or something like that, something really ugly against the Chargers early in the year. So. It's one of those where I, I like the value on this team simply because they had so many injuries last year, and they have a new coaching staff coming in, and we already know what we have in Herbert. It, it's just one of those mixtures of a team that it, they're just going to surprise people because I think a lot of the stuff they're going to be running offense and defense, teams won't be ready for because it's a whole new coaching staff. So I, I do think there is really good value on the Chargers coming to the season. And even, even though they are going to be getting hyped up simply because of everything with Herbert, it's one of those where I do love them, but week one, I will be fading the Chargers and taking Washington week one because that's just <laughs> such a trap game. So don't be mistaken, people. I love the Chargers, but week one, I, I definitely will be back in Washington. So so maybe wait until after week one to bet a Super Bowl future? That's not a terrible idea. Even like the first couple weeks, they have some really tough matchups. I think once they get through that, they start playing their division. They, they have some easier matchups. Uh, we have about 30 seconds. Herbert MVP, contender or pretender? Uh, pretender. Do Tua. Tua. It's better value. Oh, man. <laughs> J-Rod's a Miami guy. He's saying Tua. Simon Hunter, the Action Network, at Simon Hunter Tan on Twitter. 
Check out the Favorites podcast. Terrific. As always, we'll be checking with Simon uh, as we get closer and closer to the NFL season. Coming up next, J-Rod, we're going to line them up. Go over today's MLB card. See if there are some bets to be made. That is next. Joe O and J-Rod. Keep it locked on Beck UL Daily from Beck UL.